been a big story that's kind of just gotten bigger over the last couple of days. And it involves a Canadian investigation into questionable ticket sales, which has put Ticketmaster under the spotlight now on both sides of the border. This was a joint investigation by the CBC and the Toronto Star, which on Wednesday had put out this pretty explosive story with allegations exposing that the ticket giant uh, enlists scalpers to sell tickets for ludicrous prices on their own secondary ticket sites. And it's been an issue making noise, you know, noise for a while because when you want to go to a show, you know, you try to buy these tickets and then the second you, you know, the 10 o'clock markets, you can't get tickets. And we know it's because scalpers use bots, they buy up all the tickets and then they resell them at sky high rates. But now we've got this evidence from this investigation showing with audio this kind of secret practice of how you buy the tickets how certain agents have multiple, you know, computers, they buy up all the tickets. And Ticketmaster was told about this, and they didn't say much until the later part of the week when I think they realized, oh, crap, people really want answers. So, yeah, they're looking into it. But if Pearl Jam, like if a band like Pearl Jam can't stop the shade, you think we ever will? Let's bring in Alan Cross, the... uh, host of the ongoing history of new music and the king of all music everywhere in this country. Hello. Good to have you with us. I, well, thank you for, for asking me up. Well, okay, so you've, you've been following this issue. I know you know this issue very well. And so how does Ticket, Ticketmaster fix this? Or can they? Or are they? Well, this, this is a real public relations nightmare because they have spent the better part of the last year trying to build up trust with the public. Mm-hmm. You know, we are on your side. We want you to get tickets. We want you to know that we're battling bots. We want to know that we're not on the, you know, we're not doing terrible things to keep you from going to shows. Um, and that was fine. It seemed to be working, at least in my eyes. Yeah. But now, um, <laughs> they kind of, kind of screwed up on this one. I, I honestly don't know what, what they're going to do. So basically here, there's this break of public trust. Um, Ticketmaster says that they are both working to stop bots from buying tickets, from taking them away from the general public, and that they can't effectively um, identify individuals who are using bot technology, which they are then also abating and uh, or aiding and abetting when it comes to bulk buying of tickets. Right. So they want to have it both ways. And, uh, you know, the, the general public has been suspicious of Ticketmaster for a quarter century. And uh, I, I think this, this trial offensive that they, that they tried, this idea of, of trying to make Ticketmaster a lot more, you know, human and user-friendly from the consumer-facing side, was uh, in, in response to a growing sense that, you know, there were governments that were looking into Ticketmaster's practices. There were uh, consumer protection agencies that were looking into Ticketmaster's practices. And it's not just in Canada, but around the world. Mm-hmm. So if they could somehow take the heat off, that would help reduce the public demand yeah. to have them investigated. And that would protect the share price. That would protect market share. That would protect uh, profits. And I, I don't know how they're going to get past this because even after they started putting on this human face, uh, 
the general public was was suspicious that okay, okay, but but there's a feeling that something's something's not quite right. Yeah, and so, apparently it uh, wasn't. And and apparently it wasn't. And and uh, I, uh, you know, you we've we've seen the tape that the CBC got undercover in Las Vegas, and this guy that they're talking to was pretty clear about what his mission was to sign up as many of these bulk buyers as he possibly could and then facilitate their business transactions as a separate but uh, integrated part of, of Ticketmaster. Right. Hey, look, it's not a human right to go to a show. But no. when I do go to a show and I am spending that kind of money, I think like everybody else, you want to at least have a chance of buying something that's decent. But it sounds like as much as technology has been fantastic for the entertainment industry, it's almost like we have to go back to the good old days of old-fashioned getting in line if you actually want to get a fair shake of seeing a show. Well, you know what? It, that doesn't work either. And that's, that, that's the first default for people who want to, uh, to see a fair way of, of buying tickets. That never worked either, where people are romanticizing that. First of all, I mean, I did work in a record store, so I remember how you did it. Yeah. You, you lined up around in the machine and went into work early, and you made sure that you got the first tickets that came out, and then you opened the doors to the public. <laughs> That's how we all right. used to do it, however. Exactly. But at least it was more fair than it is now. Well, the, the, you know, the, when we go back to the original days, when they printed hard tickets yeah. and delivered those tickets to various box offices around town or around a region, you had to guess which box office had the best tickets. And uh, you would line up at, at that box office, and you may be right, you may be wrong. But then there would be guys who would hire homeless people or whatever to stand in line in front of you, and they would buy the maximum number of tickets and you turn them over to these helpers. Um, same thing with, uh, well, th- there are no more ticket kiosks uh, except for independent record stores and some box offices. Ticketmaster, well, I think there was one in Lindsay. I think that was the last one in Ontario, an actual Ticketmaster box office, but I think it's gone now. Uh, but you can still go to record stores and buy what are amount to general admission tickets for, for smaller shows. Um, but, but, but is it going to take the music industry, is it going to take the bands like Pearl Jam and them coming back and saying, you know what, Ticketmaster, we're done. We're striking and we're going to, like, how do you fix this? I, I don't know if you can. That's the problem. There, this is so murky. This is so complex. So, we, we, on one side you have the fans, and the other side you have uh, the bands or the artists, uh, the venues, the promoters, the agents, uh, and and uh, and, and Ticketmaster. And there's so many layers to selling a ticket. I mean, it should be simple. I'm going to give you some money for the right to walk through these doors and enjoy an event. But it's, it, the more you look at it, mm-hmm. the more complicated it becomes. And there are, uh, you know, for example, you know, I've been reading since this broke, that there are, uh, one of the ways that you can get tickets early is to be a member of a fan club. Mm-hmm. Uh, because fan clubs will give fans yep. early access to, to tickets to a particular show. But some of these fan clubs uh, are having very are having difficulties acquiring enough tickets to satisfy the fan club's needs and, right. and demands. And what's happening is that Ticketmaster or the promoter are holding back. You know, they'll give the, the the fan club 
tickets for, you know, they'll give them a handful of front row tickets and then scatter the rest of the tickets throughout the building. And uh, the, all those other tickets are going to, um, well, for, for maybe VIP access. Yeah. I'm up against a wall. I've only got about 15 seconds left. Yeah. So, listen, I have no way of, of, of solving this, and nobody else seems to yet either. Yeah. In other words, summed up, we're screwed. We just got to live with we're what we've got. <laughs> All right. I'll just get in line with you. I'm sure you get good tickets. But uh, Alan, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. All right. You're very welcome. That is Alan Cross, who knows more about music than I forget in uh, in a millisecond.